Star Wars 7x7 episode 1860 today. The Disney Investor Call happened yesterday. <laughs> and The Mandalorian, Galaxy's Edge, and one other thing were big on the minds of all attendees. In fact, this one other thing is the biggest, most important priority for Disney right now. Can you guess what it is? Tell you right after we kick it off. Let's go. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And yeah, I listened to the hour of the Disney Q3 earnings call. It's not actually a Q2 call because their fiscal year ends at the end of September. Yeah, they're one of those companies that, you know, shifts it off to the side. But... <laughs> Be that as it may. The results were announced, and we don't have to get into the results or whatever. Basically, the stuff that we want to talk about here on the show is the stuff that's going on in the world of Star Wars. And in particular, the big priority for Disney is, of course, Disney+, Plus, which includes The Mandalorian. So there wasn't anything new necessarily announced about The Mandalorian, except for the fact that... Bob Iger said on the call that he has seen all 10 episodes of The Mandalorian. He's seen it all. And in running down a list of other original programming, he said he, he is very impressed with what he has seen and what Disney Plus is going to be launching with. So, yeah, it was sort of a blanket statement, if you will. It wasn't specific to The Mandalorian, but the fact that he has actually seen all 10 episodes of The Mandalorian is pretty cool. It means that there are 10 full episodes to watch. I think he said 10. Oh, gosh. No, I'm doubting myself. But, yeah. Yeah, he saw the entire season of The Mandalorian and, yeah, and is very impressed, quote unquote. And Iger also said that the full bore marketing push for Disney Plus has not yet begun. In fact, it's going to kick off at the D23 Expo, which is something that we talked about previously here on the show. And something new that was announced is that they're going to offer a bundle of Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and the ad-supported version of Hulu Plus for 13 bucks a month, which is supposed to be basically the same as Netflix's most popular package. So essentially, yeah, they are just taking it right to Netflix with this whole offering and this bundled offering. It's supposed to be, you know, the $7 Disney Plus, the $6 ad-supported Hulu, and the $5 ESPN Plus all bundled together. Otherwise, it's what we've talked about before, 7 bucks a month or 70 for the year for Disney Plus itself. And as far as Galaxy's Edge is performing, well, this is the first earnings call where Galaxy's Edge has been open during a quarter of Disney's performance. So this is the first time that we're actually getting any official word on how the new land and the parks in general have been performing in the wake of Galaxy's Edge's opening. There have been some unofficial sources trying to give us estimates of the performance of attendance and wait times and that sort of thing. But this is the first official word that we've gotten, and I'm going to let you hear it from the horse's mouths. So this is Bob Iger, the chairman and CEO of Disney, and Christine McCarthy, who is the senior EVP and chief financial officer of Disney, talking about the performance of Disney parks in general and Galaxy's Edge in specific. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge front, to give you some color, I think a number of things happened. First of all... Um, helped in part by some of our efforts, there was tremendous concern in the marketplace that there was going to be huge crowding when we opened Galaxy's Edge. And so some people stayed away just because they expected that it would not be a great guest experience. 
the same time that was going on, all the local hotels in the region, expecting a huge influx of, influx of visitation, raised their prices. So it simply got more expensive to come stay in Anaheim. In addition to that, we raised our prices. We, put, we brought our daily price up. So if you think about local visitation, we brought the price of a one-day ticket up substantially from a year ago. And then we opened up Galaxy's Edge with one attraction instead of two. The second attraction is going to open in January. And so all of those factors contributed to uh, attendance that was below what we would have hoped it would be. That said, guest satisfaction, interest in the, in the attractions and the land is extremely high. They're among the most, po the most popular thing at the park. And so long term, and look, we build these things for the long term, we have no concerns whatsoever about them. We're opening Galaxy's Edge in August in uh, Orlando. The second attraction there will open in December, and as I said, the second attraction in Anaheim uh, will open in January. So we feel great about the product that we've created. It's going to just take some time for basically for a, you know, things to work themselves out in terms of how the marketplace is reacting. Alexia, I just much. want... Alexia, I just want to put a little more granularity on the Disneyland results for the quarter. Um, as I said, the um, attendance was down 3%, but the paid attendance was up in the quarter, and that lower attendance was primarily driven by the annual pass holder visitation. And when we look at the, uh, the per cap spend across Disneyland, all categories, they were up significantly year over year. And there you have it. Once again, Bob Iger, Chairman and CEO of Disney, Christine McCarthy, Senior Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer of Disney. Sounds like the jury is out, basically. <laughs> it seems like what they ultimately did was follow the Emperor Palpatine Death Star 2 strategy, is that they got it fully operational, even though it wasn't complete, but can't really judge the merits of the whole situation until the thing is actually complete. I mean, Death Star 2 only blew up a few capital ships, right? But DS-1 blew up a whole planet, and who knows, a fully operational and fully complete Galaxy's Edge might be much more of a powerhouse just right now. The jury's out until the whole thing is complete, both in Anaheim and Orlando. And there was one other bit of information shared that bears upon Star Wars Resistance, but Star Wars Resistance wasn't really named in specific. And I will go over that information with you after the break. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Constant Contact, the premier email marketing solution for small businesses and organizations. I've used their service since 2003, and over the past decade and a half, I've watched them evolve, make the product simpler, more powerful, easy to use, and do everything that they can to help train people to use the product more effectively and for it to work with other forms of marketing like social media, for example. So. Check out sw7x7.com slash email to learn more about Constant Contact and start a free trial. Once again, that is sw7x7.com slash email for a free trial. Welcome back. So if you're not familiar with the term windowing, <laughs> Yeah, this, you know, wonderful new lexicon that we're getting thanks to all these amazing digital marvels and whatnot. It's about the notion of how long a particular piece of content is going to stay in one location and maybe be exclusive to that one location. And then when is it going to move to another location? For example, when is it going to be in theaters versus when is it going to get onto DVD or to streaming and that sort of thing. And where that comes into play 
with Star Wars Resistance is the question of how long will it be only available, say, on the Disney Channel, and then when will it make its way over to Disney Plus? Well, Bob Iger did not really directly answer that question in talking about the windowing strategy in general, about the content that they have on their traditional channels, i.e., television, and the tradition or the non-traditional channels, i.e., Disney Plus, and when things are going to be going. But they're trying to strike the balance between making sure that they have enough original content in both locations, where they're not basically robbing from Peter to pay Paul, as the expression goes. So. Where that factors into a Star Wars Resistance, it sounds like Resistance is still going to be on the Disney Channel as we expect it to be, the traditional channel, if you will. It's also still available on the Disney Now app, and there's no indication at this point that that's going to change. It seems like it would still be on the Disney Now app at this time, which requires you to have an, a, a cable provider's sign-in in order to access it. So very much like the traditional channel, just you know, ported it onto an app. So whenever it decides to make its way over to Disney+, Plus, that's still up in the air. And that is going to do it for my update for you on what came out of the Disney earnings call yesterday. And, of course, that's also going to do it for this episode of the show, too. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.